we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. You guys, this is history. What you've done, what you've done. You guys have built a platform that influences. Yeah, that's good. 
I don't know why we pretended, man. I know, right? It's Friday. It's Friday. If you're not here, good morning, Charlemagne. It's Jess Hilarious. What's up, y'all? Hey, Jess Hilarious. How are you? I'm good. How you feeling? I'm good. I feel good. I ain't gonna lie. My stomach hurt, but I feel good. Oh, you nauseous this morning? Yeah, yeah. I ain't got a lie no more, though. Shoot. Did you throw up? Um, No, not yet. But I I think I'm pretty good, though. I had three chocolate chip cookies this morning. Damn, already? Yeah, y'all. Is that a pregnancy craving? Yeah, I really like chocolate chip cookies. So that's what you have for breakfast? Yeah. I don't know if that's what the baby's supposed to be eating this early in the oh, morning, yo, Jess. Don't worry, don't worry about her. Damn. She good. She good. Oh, she was supposed a girl? to That's what I'm wishing for. Oh, you speaking in the good She wasn't supposed to have um, Root Steakhouse last night either, but Man, we made it Christ. through. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> Jess Hilarious is hard to please when it comes to any type of food, okay? She don't like nothing. All she wants is crab cakes, Baltimore crab cakes. <laughs> yes. Listen, I had a crab cake last night, and she's going to start showing me pictures of Baltimore crab cakes. <laughs> Like, what you call that? A crab cake? I, like, I made it. No. <laughs> like, I didn't make it. Because it looked like a salmon cake from out the can. It was good, though. What's the difference between a Baltimore crab cake and a regular crab cake? It's no filling. It's no breading. It's all lump crab meat, sweetheart. Oh. Jumbo lump. Yes, yes. Oh. We specialize in that, so we don't play with all that breading. Oh. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. It's different. It's not. It wasn't broiled. I mean, it is broiled, but that is fried, and it's all filling. So I, I can't stand crab cakes from other uh, states and cities and stuff like that. You just spoiled because you're from uh, Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Uh, we have today on the show Fabio Foreign. Oh. He has a new mixtape out called Pain is Love 2. We're going to talk to him. Pain and Love 2. What is it? Pain and Love? Pain and Love 2. You get no. I feel like I've heard Pain is Love before. That was Ja Rule, ain't he? I don't, yeah. I don't know. Okay, well, Pain and Love 2. Uh, Fabio Foreign will be here with us. And Teslin Figueroa is coming up next with Front Page News. Yes. And let's start with the song that we play every morning <laughs> for the past year and three months. It is Scissor Snooze. Right here on The Breakfast Club. Sound like you got a problem with it. I, yes, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Jess Hilarious, DJ Envy is off today. That was uh, Scissor Snooze. We play that every morning at 6 a.m. for the past 15 months. Okay, just want to throw that out there. But we got Ted Figaro right now with front page news. Ted, what's happening? Good morning, Charlemagne the God. Good morning, Jess Hilarious. Happy Friday, everybody. Morning, babe. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What we got, Ted? What we getting into? I see Man, Fanny, this was uh, Fanny a Willis on the, the Fulton County DA, Fanny Willis. Yes, Fanny Willis. Yeah, I know you like to call her Fanny Willis. Fanny yes. May. I be adding a May to it, and I don't know why. Why I call her Fanny May? I don't know. You just like uh, doing that for some reason. Fanny May Willis. With it. Yeah. <laughs> Fanny May don't play last last night. We saw that. I'm talking about it was an episode for real of Jess with the Mess. I'm talking mm. about all types of uh, gotcha moments and, and clapping back. So Fulton Ooh. County DA Fanny Willis offered forceful testimony in a contentious hearing on if she should be removed from the Donald Trump Georgia 2020 election. Let's go to CBS for the report. I'll give you some more information on the other side. It is a lie. Don't be cute with me and then think that you're not going to get an answer. The tables were turned on Fulton County District Attorney Bonnie Willis, with several of the co-defendants in the 2020 election interference case looking on, and former President Trump weighing in on social media. Willis defended her personal relationship with Nathan Wade, a special prosecutor on her team. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. 
The hearing was prompted by a complaint from co-defendant Michael Roman. A former Trump official, his attorneys, plus another representing Trump, want Willis removed from the case because they say the relationship shows a financial conflict of interest. Willis denied being in a relationship with Wade before he was hired to join the team investigating Trump in November 2021. They said the president on trial for trying to steal an election, but Fannie Mae on trial for trying to steal someone's man. Is that, the, mm. is that what's happening? Tess? Mm. Huh? Oh, Tess froze. How you know she's trying to steal somebody's man? I don't know. I just did that. That's what I heard the internet say. I don't uh, know what's going uh. on. What's happening, Tess? Oh, now we can't hear Tess. Don't be saying, look, because she's going to come up here and get you straight. You talking about she's trying oh, to steal somebody's man. I don't want no man. problems with Fannie Mae. I'm just telling you, you what the internet say. Now, I don't know what the hell is happening. I that's what I wanted Taz to explain to me, but that's what I get for saying that because now she ain't even here to explain. So I'm just sitting here looking stupid. Oh my God, no. <laughs> you still can't hear Taz? Yeah, we can't. Damn. Well, yeah. we have to come back and uh, fix that and hopefully we can get an update on uh, what's going on with Fannie Mae. But I tell you what, though, when I did see um, Fannie Mae react the way she did in, uh, in court yesterday, all it showed me was that Kamala Harris could do that if she just simply had the courage to do it. And what I mean by that is look at. Look at all the positive media attention it seems like Fannie Mae got yesterday for simply being herself. Yeah. You know what I mean? For simply just being herself in court. Like, I want to see the vice president be herself. I know yeah. people like to, you know, tag y'all just with the stereotype of the, the angry black woman. But sometimes y'all got every reason to be angry. Y'all yeah. got every reason to be fed up. Yeah, we <laughs> Y'all got every reason to be upset. Like, don't hold me. I'm, I'm not on trial here. They're on trial for trying to steal, uh, you know, uh, an, an election. Yeah. So, so let's, let's stay focused on what we need to stay focused on. I like how she's not scared to speak her mind. That's all I'm like saying. That, yeah. That's what I want to see the vice president do. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> don't get cute with me. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Don't play with me. Hold on. When Taz come back, we'll, we'll we'll get an update on that story. But right now, it is time for get it off your chest, okay? I don't care if you're blessed. I don't care if you want to vent. Reach out and touch us right now. 1-800-585-1051. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning. Who this? It's Shad. Orlando, Florida. Hey, what's happening, Shad or Shad? Bow Wow, what's going on? <laughs> get it off your hey, chest, man, brother. Hey, man, y'all make get my day started every morning, man. Thank you. I love the Breakfast Club, man. I'm surprised y'all answered. I just called and y'all answered. Well, we got a phone. What you got to get off your chest? No, I just want to get off my chest. Like, you know, I love y'all show, man. And I, I like y'all adding chance to the... Uh, the Breakfast Club, man. She's a, a good key addition, man. That's right. She hey, does front page news. That's yep. what's up. Yeah, man. Y'all keep doing what y'all do, man. Charlemagne and Envy. Y'all funny as hell, too, man. Y'all have me laughing in the morning, man. And say what up to Jess Hilarious. Yeah, I just said what's up. Hey, Jess, what's up, Jess? What's up, man? How you doing? Thank you. I'm surprised. It's live. Y'all answered. Y'all answered the phone, man. I, I feel good today, man. Y'all made my day a gift. Well, that's I'm, amazing. I'm now, man. Hey, we all have start a your weekend. We appreciate you, King. And salute to everybody who listens to us on 104.5 The Beat in Orlando. I love Orlando. My aunt live in Orlando. So quiet. Uh, good morning. What's going on? What's happening, my brother? Who this? This is Jay, man. Uh, I just, I just want to say I'm to the Breakfast Club about ten years, man, since high school. Okay. Damn. Why the f is rank it up, rank it up in the regular rotation ten years later? <laughs> Oh my God! What song, man? What song? Break, break it up, break it up every morning. Break it up. Who, I don't even remember what song that is. Who sing "Break It Up"? What's the name? Break it up, break it up. What's Yo, Gotti. You know the song I'm talking about. Oh, I Yo. tell all the girls, break it up. Yo, Gotti. 
Oh my goodness, that's been going on since 2014, man. For, for real, Red. <laughs> no, Red said, but Red off board. I said that ain't true. I was like, nah, damn. Now I know we played a song for a year and some change, but we been playing something for ten years. I hear, I hear, I hear Ray <laughs> every morning. Where you calling from? Dayton, Ohio. That might be in Dayton. I don't know if that's Breakfast Club. I don't think we that that behind on the music now. We just a year. We about man, two I, years I, behind. I promise you, I was just talking about this yesterday, man. This this is every morning. Damn. I don't know if it's y'all one zero two nine who it is, but it's on every morning. Well, that might be one zero two point nine. Salute to everybody uh, that listens to us in Dayton, Ohio, on one zero two point nine, man. <laughs> Uh, get it off your chest If you want to reach out And touch us And tell us why you're blessed If you want to tell us Why you're upset You can call us right now That's what the phone lines are for 1-800-585-1051 It's The Breakfast Club The Breakfast Club Ray, Ray, Ray Yo, Charlamagne Envy, what up? Are we live? This is your time To get it off your chest I got an indoor pool An outdoor pool We want to hear from you On The Breakfast Club We can get on the phone Right now here And tell you what it is We live? Yep, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Oh, man, I'm good, blessed, black, and highly good. favored. I feel better now that I heard a woman. There's too much penises calling up here this morning, man. <laughs> How are you? What's your name? My name is Kia. Hey, Kia, where you calling from? I'm calling from Atlanta, Georgia. ATL, hey. shorty. <laughs> so I want to first say congratulations to Jess on both being a part of The Breakfast Club and the baby. Thank you. And honey. happy belated birthday. Thank you, girl. And, and both and of them I'm making us awesome. sick. <laughs> I can believe it. Uh, and I also want to say um, shout out to you, Charlemagne, for taking accountability for the whole Monique situation. A lot of people don't take accountability even when they know they said something wrong or did something wrong. So shout out to you. Yes, ma'am. Aww. Thank you very much. Um, Anything else? Yes. So okay. what I wanted to get off my chest is that I'm tired of being broke. I have a catering company. I moved down here to help my catering company flourish and expenses and the cost of stuff is ridiculous. I came from Philly and the prices down here is way more than it was in Philly. So it's just frustrating. But you know why, boo? <laughs> because you went down there and that's where everybody go to get their business off the ground. And if everybody thinking the same way, it's kind of like a like a mini Hollywood for everybody to be an actor. You know what I mean? Everybody trying to do the same things yeah. down there. So um, Philly probably would have been better. Do you regret it? Yeah. No, I don't regret it because I wanted to get out of Philly. I've been in Philly my whole life. So oh, okay. it was time for a new change. And I came out here in 2019 just for a visit. And I loved it. Mm. So I was, like, I was like, okay, two years, I'm out. And my spouse, she made it happen. So we moved out here January of last year. But it's just been a struggle since. So It's crazy how I meet so many people who tell me that they're not doing good financially. But then they keep telling us that the economy is boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. Go over to Savannah, I Georgia. Go. I bet you ain't in a lot of catering <laughs> businesses over there. Go over to Savannah. You got to go in the little pockets of Georgia. Okay. I'm going to definitely do my research because yeah. this year it ain't happening. All right. I got to go up to people like, hey, take my card. Look, I got this cookie. You I got shout, this plate. <laughs> shout out your, shout out your yeah. business. Yeah, my business is uh, on Instagram, classy with a K dot experience 365. All right, okay. well, you have a great day, okay? You too. And salute to everybody who listens to us on 105.3 to beat in Atlanta. Yes. Good morning. Who's on the phone? Imani. Imani, how hey, are you? doing? Yes, I'm good. How y'all doing? Congratulations, Jess. Thank you, boo. We good. Yes, I was just trying to get off my chest that I wish y'all would bring back the Rebecca Black segment that y'all have for the Friday song every Friday. Ooh. You know what? 
Mm. It used to be so good. It was my favorite. I think we might do that. You know what I'm saying? We might, you know what? Even today, we might play, we might play an old one and then f- just for you and then fresh, then do a fresh one next week because MB not here this morning. Ooh. Okay, I like that. I, I like think, that. I'm going to do that just for you, just because you asked. Where you calling from, Amani? I'm calling from the 757 Virginia, baby. Okay. Hey. What, you, what, what station you listen to us on out there? Um, 103 Jams. 103 Jams. Salute to everybody who listens to us on 103 Jams in Virginia. All right. Thank you very much, Imani. Uh, we, gonna pl- we got that. Thank uh, you. Y'all have for a you. blessed day. Nine o'clock hour. We're going to get the Friday you show songs on for you. Thank you. All right. What is that called? The, the right. Friday song. See, back in the day, mm-hmm. every Friday, uh, Envy and I would sing these two songs that were fantastic. One was Rebecca Black Friday. The other was Katy Perry, TGIF. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't even know why we stopped doing it. Probably because mm. we was in here depressed a little bit. You know what I mean? But it we was happy you now. Envy singing? <laughs> yes. We'll play. We got I'm sure we got some old ones in the system. We'll play it and then um we'll we'll do a new one next week. Oh, she wanna hear y'all sing. Okay. Yeah. I can sing. Okay. Don't play with me. Okay. Okay, period. <laughs> All right. Minstrel. Oh my God. Um, you can't rap though. That's one thing about it. Listen, every morning we do get it off your chest. We got Jess with the mess coming up, right, Jess? Yes, we yes. do. We're going, we're going to cover some relationship stuff because people are speculating that Cardi and Offset are back together because they were seen on Valentine's Day together in Miami. Mm, okay, we'll talk about it when we come back with Jess with the Mess at The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. World's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Jess Hilarious, DJ Envy is off today. And let the record show, Jess Hilarious is in here with no makeup on and Hurry. a sweatsuit. Yeah, I knew that glam and those runway outfits was not gonna last. First of all, Envy okay. was the first one to say, "Uh-uh, not the runway outfit." First of all, <laughs> don't play with me like that. And every time you put on your lip balm, why do you like slide your finger across your teeth? Because my lips be feeling dry, and I can't stand people with an ashy moat. Yeah, but it's it's your lips. You put you be putting that stuff on your tongue, your teeth. Like, come on, you gotta stop putting your finger. People in your be mouth. paying attention to teeth now. I want my teeth to look like veneers. <laughs> you wanted to be shiny. Yes. yes. <laughs> now let's get to Jess with the mess. Yes. <laughs> Usher proposed to Chili and she said no. So Usher had recently spoke to people. Um, <laughs> look, the headline, they're going to be like, what? I thought he just proposed to marry his girlfriend. Exactly. So I don't know why this would come out. This is like crazy timing. It would come out right after he married Jen, mm. right? That uh, he proposed to Chili and she said no. He said he really loved her. And um, it hurt her feelings. I mean, it hurt his feelings because she broke his heart. He said, uh, I went through a great deal of pain after that. Not trusting women or, women or wanting to open up. I hurt her too. But the situation broke my heart. Chili is seven years older than Usher. I did not know that. Did I you know that? that? Yeah, I knew she was older. Really? Yeah, I actually thought she was a little bit older than that. Yeah, Man. but I but uh, she's still a good too, though. Oh, but absolutely. This is what also is so cute to me, right? Not not to rain on a parade because he just got married and everything, but he the one that brought it up, so I'm gonna bring it up too. Um, he when he was younger, he was like eight. He had put up a poster of her, like he had he he had a crush on Chili. This wasn't just like his girlfriend when he yeah. was dating. He had a crush on her, and he actually begged his crush. That's the flyest thing in the world. The flyest thing in the world that. is when you know you be having crushes on women, and then mm-hmm. you get in the industry and actually get with a couple of. Them. Yes, yes, but on a I hope everybody note, gets to live that dream. 
Yeah, I, I do too. Chili is in happy. She's in a happy relationship with our boyfriend Matthew Lawrence. Though he's a white actor, just wanted to throw that out there. But yeah, um, <laughs> you said Doctor Umar wouldn't be pleased with what you said. I didn't say that. Oh. Doctor Umar would say that. Okay. So, but yeah, I, I just wanted to say she probably won't be responding because you know Chili don't be responding to nothing like that. I thought he, I saw that she responded somewhere. Yeah, but that's allegedly, and I'm not going to report that because I didn't hear from her mouth. So, yeah, period. <laughs> Moving on. And if you was his new wife, would you be upset that he keeps uh, talking about his ex, or would you just understand his interviews that might come up every now and then? Well, she can't get mad at that and not get mad at how he performs with other women on stage. So she just Jen is a strong woman. It's all entertainment, is what you say. All saying. entertainment. Okay, this is you. who he. Go, this is Usher. Don't leave your girl around me. He he gives out disclaimers before wild performances like that. Yeah. Listen, but he go home to her every night. That's right. Salute to Chili. Best yep. baby hairs in the business. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Cardi B and Offset spark rumors of being back together. So the fans were speculating on Valentine's Day. They saw. Uh, the couple I'm gonna just call them a couple because they're still technically married um, in Carbone, Miami on Valentine's Day um, they they showed up separately though and then they left together so it could have been he taking her out she's taking him out whatever but these people are still married we see people go through things all the time we go through things all the time it's just that it's in the limelight it's in the public eye so for all the people that's like oh you better leave him for keep cheating you better keep like they're still married like I remember it was a headline like Cardi B admits to having sex with Offset that's her husband <laughs> like why would I have to oh no I had sex with my husband I'm admitted like that's so goofy hey, everybody just mind your business yeah. Offset and Cardi got a whole life together yep. they, they got kids and they, a whole they, family they still yeah. technically married they got their lead them alone okay please, mind your business please do also in other rumors of relationships Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan might be back together uh, Larsa and Mar uh, Marcus were also seen together on Valentine's Day they just broke up yesterday yeah uh, what a day before on my birthday they mm. broke they broke up on Tuesday and on Wednesday they were seen together again. Um, I think it was the fact that she went online and snatched his pictures down and then was like, are your friends supposed to unfollow your man? If you Like, you know how women react or whatever. Now, he never like, he actually did uh, say something, but they both took to the internet. That, mm -hmm. That'd be the problem or whatever, but it is what it is. They're human and that happens. It was recently reported that they did break up because of tension. That's what Marcus had put out there. Um, but it's not clear if their link up was specifically for Valentine's Day, but they appeared to be on good terms. And I know that I saw her leave like clown emojis on uh, Hollywood Unlocked when Mace was talking about her. Because he told, he told her, <laughs> you are not Lori Harvey. You too old to be acting like this. You can't be moving like this. You don't go. <laughs> yeah, he basically said you too old to be going online, snatching down pictures and all of that. You, you too old for that. Well, May, I think what Mace is trying to say that, you know, in this uh, era of the internet, you have mm. to have a little bit more, a lot more emotional intelligence because yeah. when you react just off emotion and you get upset at your man mm -hmm. and you start taking pictures down, you know it's going to be stories everywhere. You know it. You so, know so, it. So you got to think, uh, you know, you got to think twice before you act nowadays. Actually, you got to think three and four times. Yeah. And actually, people, people with uh, fan bases and stuff, especially women, they get like, like for instance, Cardi B, when she went mm -hmm. live and she was going in on Offset, got fan bases. So when you mad at him and you tell us you mad Your at him, fan base gets then mad we get mad mm -hmm. and then you pop out with him and it's like, but I thought that you, yeah. you know, but these people are still human and it is what it is. We're in the days now where you go online and tell your business and all that. But you can't move off emotion because when you can't. move off emotion, you create all of these negative headlines yeah, and you create you all of these storms. Uh, you know where they don't need to be no stomp. Now, mm -hmm. also too, just a lot of people have been hitting you up, sending you uh congratulations mm -hmm. on the air mm -hmm. and behind the scenes. Yeah, definitely behind the scenes. Let me uh, talk about that. So, Trick Daddy had my phone right um yesterday. I was like, 
you better hope that baby ain't ugly when it come out. Mm-hmm. Like, excuse me? Damn. So, Damn trick. I said, well, it's not yours, so I think we good over here. Mm. Don't play with me. Mm-hmm. Fair in the rule, face the righty ass. Don't ever play with me like that. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. 
We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Damn, Trick. <laughs> yeah, and I and, and I know he loved me and got all the respect in the world, but no, that was disrespectful but to my child. But he's from Florida, though. You always got to you, you gotta give people from Florida I don't care where you from. I'm from Baltimore. <laughs> I don't care where you from. You ain't play with my child. I don't care how good you can cook. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. I tell y'all this all the time. I don't care. Damn. You don't ever get to play with me like that. So Trick I don't got a crush know. on you, though, so you probably feel a little way. Yeah, well, that's not how you feel a way about it. You could have yeah. said, yo, you didn't have to break my heart like that or whatever. Don't ever tell me that. Don't ever say that. You better hope that baby don't come out ugly. Yeah. You better hope I don't see you within the next <laughs> six months. Don't ever play with me, Trey. You better work on your face. Don't play with me. <laughs> salute to Trick Daddy Dollar, man. <laughs> yeah, salute to him. When we come back, we got front page news. And Fabio Foreign will be joining us next hour, all right? Don't go anywhere. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. You're checking out The Breakfast Club. Yep, the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne the God, Jess Hilarious, DJ Envy is off. Uh, now it's time for front page news. We got Tess set up right this time, right? No technical difficulties, Tess, you there? I am there. Okay. Good morning, Charlamagne. Good morning, Jess Hilarious. Good morning, boo. All right, now let's talk about uh, Fulton County DA Fannie Mae Willis. Okay. Yes, this is... You love calling her Fannie Mae Willis. Not, she not. offered forceful testimony in a contentious hearing on if she should be removed from the Donald Trump Georgia 2020 election case. Let's go to CBS for the report, then I'll give you some top takeaways when we come back. It is a lie. Don't be cute with me and then think that you're not going to get an answer. The tables were turned on Fulton County District Attorney Bonnie Willis, with several of the co-defendants in the 2020 election interference case looking on, and former President Trump weighing in on social media. Willis defended her personal relationship with Nathan Wade, a special prosecutor on her team. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. The hearing was prompted by a complaint from co-defendant Michael Roman. A former Trump official, his attorneys, plus another representing Trump, want Willis removed from the case because they say the relationship shows a financial conflict of interest. Willis denied being in a relationship with Wade before he was hired to join the team investigating Trump in November 2021. Uh, now, I, I said it earlier, but it, it's, it's true, right? Like, they have the president on trial for trying to steal an election, but, you know, they're trying to you know, prosecute her for trying to steal someone's man, 
right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly it. And I'm going to give you some of the top takeaways. It was a lot that went down yesterday with Fonnie Willis. Now, you heard her say at the beginning of the clip that everything was a lie. Uh, she also made a point just to say she was highly offended uh, that uh, Ashley Merchant, who's the attorney uh, that was questioning her as well, that she implied that she slept with Wade on day one. So she was offended by that. She said, you know, she basically, I don't just sleep with people on day one. That was an offense. She also, her and Wade stood firm on their relationship timeline. There was a lot of questions about when the relationship started, if it began in early 2022. Some former friend, you know, also testified and, and said that the relationship started at a, at a different time. So don't know how much uh, that will play, how much weight that will uh, matter uh, when the judge looks at it but she said you know it's not like this is what Fani said it's not like you're in grade school when you send a little letter and it says will you be my girlfriend and you check it she said I don't know the date that, that we started seeing each other but it was 2022 um, she also one of the things was about her paying for vacation so it was alleged that Mr. Wade financially benefited from his employment she was really uh, offended about that she said she makes it clear that she pays for her own trips she said in fact uh, that was a problem what Mr. Wade said that was a problem in their relationship because she was so strong and independent and wanted to cover things on her own and did not, you know, pay for him. She said they pay, paid for stuff pretty much evenly uh, when they traveled. There's a lot of questions about her having cash, um, always having $10,000 worth of cash. She says her dad taught her to have cash, to at least have, you know, a couple of, some cash in, on hand. And she said mm -hmm. she uses that uh, for vacations and she's not doing that to hide anything. So bottom line, it was a lot of, a uh, lot of clapping back. She said she couldn't wait to get on the stand. She was rushing to get to the stand uh, to be able to deal with some of this but the bottom line story is uh, people are asking Charlemagne should she uh, go ahead and remove herself from this case uh, because it is a distraction the judge said he will not be making a decision today so we hear, we should hear something next week but people are saying that um, if she wants to make sure that the case moves forward without this hanging over her head she should remove herself from the case should she remove herself uh, my answer to that is no I have reasons for that will she get removed um, yes because when you're taking on a former president that doesn't play fair, you know, you got to be clean. And it's sad. Uh, and, and the reason I feel like she shouldn't remove herself because Trump can be as corrupt as he wants to be and run for president. And, you know, you see so many of these other conservatives be corrupt as they want to be and stay in their positions, you know. So why should she, you know, step down? Now, will because she, she will, took somebody on a trip. Yeah, but mm. look, look at all the stuff that they do that's corrupt. Now, will she? You know get, what I'm saying? Uh, like, all oh, of that, all oh, yeah. this because she... Like, because she took somebody on a trip? Well, I mean, mm -hmm. not just, I mean, she didn't just take somebody on the trip. By the way, it don't even matter what she did, honestly. Like, to me, like, her personal business don't have nothing to do right. with the matter at hand. But they're going to make it that. Because, I mean, everything is fair game, right? Like, if you're trying to take down a former president, you have to know that if they got something on you, they're going to use it. And they do mm -hmm. have something on her with this one. So it's really about how much she can stand. Mm -hmm. How much can she take? You know, when she's sitting on that stand, you know, all of the personal stuff they're going to reveal about her. How much is that going to impact her and, you know, her family and, 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 and what mm -hmm. she got going on? So as long as she can withstand it, no, I don't think she should remove herself. Mm -hmm. And she did make that point. She said that a woman has a right, you know, to have a personal life. But, uh, you know, again, the critics are saying if it's going to this is going to keep continuing on as they move forward with the trial, which is going to happen. You know, this is not this this hearing, by the way, guys, is just to decide if she should be removed or not. So when the case proceeds, is this going to be something they're going to talk about every day that he's on trial? Absolutely. So as, lo as long as we have a man running for president who has 91 criminal charges, mm -hmm. you know, four indictments, as long as we have that, I feel like, you know, there is no there is there is no standard. 
So mm-hmm. so if he can do that, then Fannie Mae Willis should be able to, you know, uh, do what she's doing. Have a love life. <laughs> Damn. Mm-hmm. Like well, what? she can definitely have a love life. I don't feel like one has nothing to do with the other, even though they mm-hmm. will mix up the two. But, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of that, uh, Trump's hush money case. Also, uh, yesterday, the trial was set. So this is the first time that a criminal case, a criminal trial has been set for a former president. So while this was happening in Georgia, this is what was happening in New York. Let's go to NBC affiliate WCNC for the report. I'll give you some more information on the other side. Donald Trump's New York criminal trial regarding hush money payments will move forward next month. It comes after a judge denied the former president's bid to dismiss the charges. Trump faces dozens of felony criminal charges in this case. It alleges he falsified business records to cover up payments to adult actress Stormy Daniels and former Playboy model Karen McDougal during the 2016 presidential election. Jury selection is set to begin on March 25th. Trump has pleaded not guilty and continues to make claims that the state and city are, quote, rigged. And I'm going to have to sit here for months on a trial I think it's ridiculous, it's unfair. A trial that legal scholars say there's no crime. They say there's no crime. And the judge says the trial is expected to last about six weeks. Once again, Trump got all this going on and he's running for president. You know, I don't want to hear him talking about anybody having to step down from anything as long as he still still gets to run. And what's so interesting about this is this trial will start March 25th. Super Tuesday, the Republican primary is March 5th. So by March 5th, uh, he could possibly have enough delegates uh, to uh, clinch the nomination. So once this trial starts, we'll know if he is actually the nominee, officially the nominee, the nominee for the Republican Party uh, that will be on trial. So it's going to be very interesting, you know, as, as we uh, look at that moving forward. And it won't impact his campaign at all. And, and, I, and I was sitting there thinking, like, is this an indictment of the American people that we've gotten to the point where people don't even really have to campaign anymore? Or is it just, you know, uh, uh, the fact that he's such a big celebrity, uh, you know, and, and, and people remember his presidency? Does he have that much of a cult like following that he doesn't even have to campaign? Or is President Biden that terrible? of an opponent that you don't have to campaign. Like, which one is it? Is it a combination of all three? Could definitely be a combination of all three. All those things can be true at the same time. Dang. Some disagree, but yeah, it, it's it's a mess, guys. I mean, that's just the, the bottom line. The, 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 it's a mess. This entire thing's a mess. I feel like this was a Jess with the mess segment, Jess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> with all got a little messy. Yeah, definitely got a little bit messy. So, guys, we'll continue to keep watching and uh, give you some updates on that. And that is your front page news. Thank you, Tez. Uh, make sure you subscribe to Tezlin Figaro Straight Shot No Chaser Podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network and follow at Tezlin Figaro on all social media platforms. And coming up next, we got Fabio Foreign. Hmm. Fabio Foreign, okay? He's got a new project out. What's it called, Jess? Pain and Love 2. Pain and Love 2. Yep, it's right. a mixtape, y'all. Yeah, so we're going to talk to Fabio next, okay? It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. Fabio Foreign. What Yo. up? What's up, Yo. sir? What up, bro? All right, is this your first time up here? Yeah. It, it is. is. Yeah, yeah, remember last time we um he came he had an issue and he came late or something. Well, salute to Fabio <laughs> Foreign, man. I feel like I always see you because I you know I'm always seeing you do either was a conversation with Nyla or oh, yeah. some people itself. I've seen him up yeah. here so many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. first time on the Breakfast yeah. Club. Well, welcome, sir. Angie, you know a lot too. Angie, how's yeah. it going? Chilling. Pain and love too, man. Out mm-hmm. right now. What's the difference between a mixtape and an album? I mean, I know the difference, but I feel like you should just be putting out albums at this point. Yeah, yeah but you know, it, 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 be, it be different. It be hard. Like, when you're dealing with the labels, like, mm-hmm. 
they count albums different money wise like from mixtape it's just like label politics they pay, oh, but so for they, me but for me like I think I don't put I put more work into an album than the mixtape okay mm -hmm. mixtape is kind of like for the like streets okay the core fan base like that so where did that money come from now? Because you still put it up on the streaming services, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that something that go directly to you? Or that's the label no, still involved with that? No. So when I when I say like money wise, I mean like like if you do it like if you when you do a deal like if you do like a four album deal, right? You you do a mixtape, they won't it won't go one towards your album. So mm -hmm. it's like you, they still got you in it locked in. Gotcha. Oh, I get what you're saying. So if you got like a five album deal, mixtape don't count. They don't count. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, that's how gotcha. They do it. But this is good because now now we can go back. I, I'm from New York, so I know a lot about Fabio. But for people that don't know, you were bubbling in New York for a while, and you did a Mace. How, how did you link up with Mace? For people that don't know, you were signed your deal through Mace. <laughs> yeah. For people that don't know, so how how did that happen? <laughs> Either you tired of telling this story? I'm sure you tired, but, but a lot of people don't know. A lot of nah, people might not know. A lot of people don't. Nah. Um, I had before before um I had the big drip joint. I had some um song called. Licky in a box. Yep. You know, I was I was like bubbling in Brooklyn. And I'm saying, look, I ain't have a million views yet, but I was lit in Brooklyn like people knew. So, I'm saying, Mace came and he was like, yo, I want to sign you. I was like, all right, but so it was around that time. Now, when you did when you did the deal with Mace, what made you want to sign with Mace? Was it his pedigree? Was it the, the fact that he's been doing it for so long? Because at the time, mm -hmm. they were telling me that a lot of labels were reaching out to you. And the reason I know is, like I said, you would be running the streets all the time. Yeah, yeah I just, his, his name, you know what I'm saying? Like, I knew his name, his name. Was, I'm like, yeah, I bet. Like, and I was the, nah, the labels ain't even really start reaching out yet. Mm. So like it was, it was like one of the first persons and put like signed deal. I was like, word. And I just did it. Like I was first, like I'm like I thought I was going. From there, I thought it was over. Did you have lawyers look at the contract at the time? Nah, nah. So you just signed no, no. Yeah, yeah I thought it was over. Jesus that. Christ, Fabio. Yeah. When you say you thought it was over, you mean like you thought you were about to blow up, or you just yeah, thought, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was about to blow up. Gotcha. I thought I was gone. You got uh, Meek Mill on this project. So on Twitter, I seen he said he charged a uh, quarter million. Yeah, $250,000 for a verse. That's you paid him that for a mixtape. You paid him? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Okay. Nah, that's my boy. So like like you know me me and me tied in differently you know what I'm saying like on some like family type of vibes like so it's like you know his people is my people like my people is his people type vibes like for me like we all got the same like circle so it was different it was like it was like more love joint like so and and then and then I think he liked the joint so much you mm -hmm. I'm saying he wasn't even thinking about none of that money like the song was fire like he liked it. Mm -hmm. I'm saying then we and then we did we did a couple joints so we did we did two so he got mm. one coming out too. I wanted to ask you too about you know you talked about uh, you slowed down your drug use. What what got you out of using the drugs as much? We just heard a story of Bow Wow talking about he was on lean and, and what it, the effects yeah. it had on him. <laughs> yeah, what's so funny? Man? Yeah. He said y'all used to sip together. No, but he said now he did say he was on lean and, and how uh, the, the bad effects at him. What made you slow down on the, on the drug use? I, I don't I don't know. I just I was on my healthy journey type of vibe. You know I'm saying so like I can't. You got like you gotta like for me you gotta tighten up like less drinking less everything. Mm. So I just got like that. Stop drinking more water. Well, I never used to even drink water like that. I saw a tweet recently where you said, though, if you want me to stop taking perks, give me something different to be addicted to. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, that don't sound like you was. Nah, yeah, there was okay. But look, I thought that when I was just saying that, I was just saying that, like, I was just talking to the girls, like, it's a little flirty type of. You, know I mean? it was you just couldn't like think of nothing flirt. better to say on Valentine's Day than that? <laughs> <laughs> 
Nah, I was just trolling them. They funny good. They try to, they try to go viral with me. They always go viral. With me. Oh, so that was a that was a tweet to a specific girl. Nah, 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 nah. Well, just girls in general. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, man, I want see over perks is what you was trying to say. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a little less little furry joint, like for me, so we could just. Around. That's about an addiction. <laughs> when did that rumor come out that you that somebody roofied you or put something in your drink? And <laughs> what? That you was stuck somewhere and that's the where did that, that rumor come from? That one now. now that was a while ago. He did. Yeah, they said somebody roofied nah, him. That was a, 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 a Paris. He was in Paris, right? <laughs> nah, I don't know. I don't know why they said that. I don't know why they said that. <laughs> Nah, it was a rumor that, that, that ain't funny, man. But God but it, it was a real rumor <laughs> that they put a roofie in your drink or something crazy. Nah, I don't know. Yeah, that was they were saying that. I don't know why they were saying that. It was wild. I, I was, I was, I was a little, I was a little oh, one time. It was mm. in Paris. Mm. Bugging, I was bugging. Mm. You, you somebody just what, had what kind of bugging out you mean? Like you was wilding? I was wild. I was, I was, I was wild. He shot the self. Like yeah, I don't usually be wild like this. Oh, you were so. Somebody was like, somebody must have yeah, this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What was you doing? They thought somebody drugged you. <laughs> nah, I, was, I was arguing. I was arguing and bugging like that. And I was like, Did you have a good time, at least? <laughs> yeah. Okay. He definitely got a sense of humor. He's so funny. Remember when Nikki came out with the song? You really thought she was saying Fivey instead of Body? You really thought that? <laughs> Man, come he on, He was serious, Bobby. yo. He was dead serious, too. Nah, it sounded like she said Fivey, right? It, it did a little bit. It did. But I thought she was nah, just Nah, somebody trying. told me that. Oh. Somebody told me she said five. She look, she said the Bobby. Yeah. What you got is. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what it is. You know what it is. I ain't really listen to the whole song. And you don't know probably. I was, I was just hearing that part. It was like from. a symbol was going viral on um, on TikTok. I'm like, oh shit. So yeah. who told yeah. you it wasn't you? <laughs> when did you realize that? Nah, I, I, I listened to the song and I saw the title. You know what I'm saying, and I'm like, all right, I mean. Yeah, but Bobby, when I still post, like I, I knew it before, like I posted it, but I was like, F it, I'm still gonna post it. Nothing you said in the last five minutes makes me think you stopped using it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to know that, Fabio. <laughs> nah, I just you feel me? <laughs> I just gotta you feel me? Like, gotta, it's good, good image for the peoples. Have it. Hi, yo. Hey, man. Hey, Bobby, he was on his way. Hey, yo, yo, you saw that music drugs? He started laughing. Hey, Bobby. No, I ain't stopped. Uh, on his way in, right? Open, no, you opened up the door. We opened up the door for you to come in. He was like, hey, yo, I'm, a, I'm about to go wash my face. <laughs> Realize his face was dirty. Just now. <laughs> probably took an edible. <laughs> Hilarious. Yo. How many milligrams was it? Probably? Damn, edible. Yeah. Definitely, okay. definitely twenty grams. Definitely twenty. Definitely twenty. What's your relationship with Ye? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How you connect connect with popcorn? Oh, popcorn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Charlamagne said it mad for you. Popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Popcorn. I did a guy with popcorn. Oh. I don't know why we asking you. Why you asking about popcorn? Why are you asking him anything at this point? Let me ask you something serious. Let's be serious. I'm glad you got nice teeth. That's all we've been saying. I swear. They real? Yeah. They real? A little bit. He said they real. Like that. They were theirs, but. I respect yeah. it, and they look—they look real. I respect people who do stuff like that. Like when you get some money, go and right. something like that. And make sure nah. you get them right. You know, some people be walking around and they be looking <laughs> like they ready fall out. <laughs> All right, when we come back, we got more with Fabio Foreign right here on the World's Most Dangerous Morning Show, The Breakfast Club. Yes, we back. It's the World's Most Dangerous Morning Show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God here. We got Fabio Foreign in the building. Now, Jess, you got a question? 
All right, so you got a song on a project uh, with Vori. It's called No Love. And since it's like his legal situation, have you like thought differently or whatever? Because you, you hear Meek Mill say he cut ties with yeah. him or whatever. How How is your relationship with him? So yeah, far? I think Meek cut ties with him like based off some other shit, though. Okay. But he was just like, when I came out, he was letting the people know, though. Like, he not really. Publicly, just let him but know. But I think it was because of like some other, like, like, I don't think he moving right and shit like that. Like, as far as the business goes, so he's like, y'all can't. You know what I'm saying, you know, you know, like with like people getting in positions like me, like where he don't really need money off or off you. You know what I'm saying? Because he mm -hmm. he he well off. I mean, it's more like relationships and respect, like and morals and principles. So I think I think he like he ain't he ain't living right, void type vibes. Yeah. So he probably is not like that. But yeah, me, I just you know, I just I just fall back from anybody that go through any type of wild. Like that. Yeah, and I mean, then you can do it at this point because your album's out. Like, yeah, it's already out. Happened yesterday. I ain't even know, and it's crazy because me, he ain't even. It's not like he he bad mouth him. He ain't mm -hmm. even, he ain't even tell me like I ain't even know nothing was going on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that song. That song is about um your, your, your man T Dot, right? The no the um, no love love. It's not really about T Dot, but okay. I definitely mentioned them in the song. But it's just you know, it's just about se separating from like certain type of people. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, but I mentioned. See that in there, but it's like you know, like you you gotta separate. Sometimes you gotta separate from people. How like, ain't no love lost. It's just like I gotta fall back from you. Gotcha. How, how impactful was T Dot's <clears throat> passing on you? And condolences too. T Dot was like, he was like my light. You know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, and he and he told me everything that was going on. You know what I'm saying with everything, new artists coming out, new like what's going on in the hood. He was just tapped in everywhere. You know what I'm saying he kept me on point. You know what I'm saying when he passed away, that was wild. On, on Math Hoffa podcast, you said one of the way um, drill rappers can help with not promoting violence from their music is by explaining it better. Yeah. What, what did you mean by that? You know, like instead of going like you know what I'm saying, going like, oh, we can't rap about this. Shit, whatever, whatever. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure 
it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready that, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm saying, because, you know, rap, rappers is like, it's like the news too at the end of the day, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, it's like we just, we, it's like we've reporting it because it, it always acts like it's the music making the, promoting the mm-hmm. balance. Like, but I think, I think the balance is there and then, you know, the music is reporting it, but 
And then So It's like when you saying it And I'm saying You definitely gotta Go on places like this And when you're doing your interviews And let people know Like that's not the thing to do mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying When you do get a chance to talk You know what I'm saying Cause if you got kids Or whoever Or people that you love That look up to you You wouldn't want them Doing these things And So it was like The mm -hmm. same way That you gotta explain To your fans And people that's following you Like yeah I, This is what I've been through This is my story Or this is the what I've seen And you know what I'm saying But this ain't what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Well, you want to do this. I'm doing this. Like, I'm investing money or I'm going to school. Like, you want to say that part a lot. I think that's where they fuck up at. They don't, they, just, they don't tell them the positive stuff they're doing, too. Yeah, they just yeah. act like they, they come up here and act mm. like they still, like, riding around in cars looking for, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like they cap, they, they got to live, they got to keep capping. Mm -hmm. So it was like, but, you know what I'm saying? If, if, if start being real, then. I think it'd be it'd be fire. Like. You made a comment that said if there's no hole in their body, they ain't get shot. You really don't think Tori shot Megan, do you? <laughs> I just come from like a I'm coming from a point where it's like you know I've been in that situation where I've been lied on before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, if he did it, then nah, I don't condone it. He was dead wrong. You know what I'm saying like 100. percent But it was just weird. It's just a weird thing like this. Mm -hmm. Like his fingerprint wasn't on the gun. It just don't make no sense. Like, so many how could he parts, have moving parts? Yeah, it's like it's just not adding up. Like, it's the math ain't really mathing. Like, it's not right. It's like, you know. And then I could see where, and from outside, from well, from somebody that's in the industry, I could see where, like, if she would come out and really say like he didn't do it, or she would come out look like a liar. Like, I could see where that could hurt her career yeah. so bad. You know what I'm saying? So I could see why she would lie. Like, I just, you know, what I'm saying so. I just I look at it like that. That's yeah, like, and then like you said, being lied on. That's also that comes from a personal experience as well. Yeah, yeah. So you got trauma behind it. Yeah, not yeah, and I think I think a lot of men go through that. You know what I'm saying in this world, like you know what I'm saying, so you gotta be careful. Like you gotta be real careful. You know what I'm saying, I put yourself in a position where you can even get a chance to look like you did some wild. Mm -hmm. I can see why girls want to. He be like, yeah, I can see why you just want to like. You like the quiet like song voice? Yeah, I'm like, yo, why you, like you don't that do radio? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whisper, the, the sexy voice. <laughs> I can, yeah, I can see how they be. Oh my God, Fabi. your name in these streets like <laughs> yeah, that? Fabi. <laughs> no, I can see why. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. it's the voice. It's like, okay, nigga. <laughs> nah, he going to start whispering. Well, we're not going to be able to hear him. Excuse me. Hello, Fabi. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I know one thing. That edible guy. Yeah, indigestion bad. His ass, whooping his ass. Just the one in the middle. The one, talk to one. Talk to the one in the middle. I know you probably Shut see three. I see like five boys. Hey yo. That's nah, nah, it. Didn't you sleep with your sister's sister? What? I saw. I saw that somewhere. Yo. Nah, yeah, that was bad. Look. I just uh, remember one of those. I remember hearing that. I'm like. I didn't understand yeah, what she like, was saying. Wouldn't that make her yours? Like, I was younger. I was young. Oh, nah, yeah, it was like, she came to the crib and visit one day. But no, it was, I, I was my first time meeting her. But that was not my sister. Yeah, that was, was your sister's sister's sister. sister. On yeah. her father's side. Because got, we got different fathers. Got you, got you, got you. He knocked off your stepsister. <laughs> Nah, it's like a friend of the family. No, it's no, it's not nah. his sister though. But he didn't know, so nah, she wasn't a friend of it because that's the first time meeting her, really. So oh, okay, oh so you didn't know till after. Nah, I knew that. I knew it, but oh, you knew it and didn't anyway. <laughs> you stepped anyway. You stepped anyway. You stepped she on your stepsister. She was wild. Wow. Nah, she wasn't his stepsister though. <laughs> nah, that's your stepsister. That's your face. Nah, nah. No, nah, that's your stepsister. That's your stepsister. Oh, half sister. But it's no, it's no blood. No, it's no blood at all. Between no blood. Him no and blood. His sister, no, sister. Blood. no, cause there wasn't no marriage. That's the that's his father's No, not my father. I'm confused. 
His sister's his sister. His sister. Sister. It's her, yeah. it's her fault. Her yeah, mother. Wait, See, oh my God. You, y'all gave this man on. And now the time to ask you for some money, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what's going on. Just give me. <laughs> oh, no. Nah, it's, it's just her, it's her family, though. It's like my sister's family. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She got a different father. Oh, so there's no blood. Right, that's there's what I'm no saying. There's no, no blood, blood between right. him and the sister's she sister. She was camo or she was chilling, but damn. I think I think I said it. Yeah, I said it in everywhere. I don't think nobody really heard it. What you oh, no, they gonna hear it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me cite my sources. Have y'all seen each other since you, you said it the first time? Nah, I ain't see it. It's been awkward. Oh, but you know the name of the podcast was called Dirty Street Confessions. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, so that that was like, it was like a it was like a TikTok type of podcast thing. Yeah, hear it now. They gonna hear it now. Yeah, yeah, but she wasn't related to you, so that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. Be the family though, for family reunion. Why, she still got pull up. Have other family members said something no. to you about it? Huh? Have other family members said it? <laughs> 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 nah, nah. They just sister. Nah, I kind of blew for that. I, I, no, because I, I already told her. Oh, okay, I told her. Okay. She ain't, she ain't care. Yeah. What you think about what's going on in Gaza? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what if he was like, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, oh God, nah, I know God's better. <laughs> man, don't answer that. Don't answer that. Uh, oh, man, I love how you tend to go like, I mean, all right, man. We gotta leave him alone. Yeah, yeah. alone. The album, yeah. the mixtape, right now. Pain and pain and love too. Out now. Appreciate you. <laughs> Straight to the point. Fabio is high as. <laughs> Leave nah. from here, man. Nah, sure, I, sure. I gotta keep it. He really thought Nikki was saying Fabi. Fabio Foreign really thought Nikki was saying Fabi in this song. He really did. Well, as we learned this morning, Fabio be on drugs. He said, he said that's what he uh, thought. <laughs> okay, uh, salute to Fabio Foreign for pulling up. Uh, Pain and Love 2 is out right now. Just hilarious. Yes, he be so high, y'all. <laughs> He's there, for that's real. My first, no, that was my first time meeting him. I think that was my first time, like... Actually sitting and having a conversation, having a conversation with him though. <laughs> yeah, when he came in, he was real. Yo, you know how the New York guys be, yo. I thought he wanted to fight as soon as he came in, but then he. Well, didn't. he came in and he walked back out. Yeah, he came in. He was like, "I gotta wash my face." But then when he came in, he, you know, he. I don't know. You know, the, the disposition just be like, "I'm on whatever." Well, <laughs> when you come in front of people and you high. And you yeah. trying not to act high. But that's was, when you look higher. That's what I'm saying. What's the point of not wanting to act high? <laughs> we see it. Listen, y'all. My birthday party is coming up March 2nd. It's okay. called Opulence. Okay. It's the big birthday bash for Just Hilarious. Like y'all know, so for the next few years, Baltimore got the CIAA takeover. And for March 2nd, come and celebrate my birthday with me. I turned 32 already. Now... The reason why I'm doing it CIAA weekend is because it's a lot of events surrounding that. Mm-hmm. And um, I just don't feel like doing it this month. Where is it? <laughs> it's in Baltimore. No, where? where is oh. the event? Where's your birthday party? Oh, my gosh. What's the location? <sighs> the Baltimore Peninsula. Okay. Look at so you. Get she the just shot herself out. <laughs> ain't got no details. Hey, I'm having in a birthday my... party, y'all. Stop, y'all. What's the details? What's the time? The link is in my bio. The, now, the party is from 8 to 12. Now, okay. I know people like the party from 10 to 2, but I don't feel like it. I'm pregnant, and I don't be feeling like it. At all the right? Baltimore Peninsula. Baltimore Peninsula. Okay. 2455 House Street. Now, there is parking available. I know a lot of people be, be tripping about, you know, downtown uh, areas in Baltimore, how it's not really much parking, but there is parking available, and it will be hosted... By DJ, I mean, not DJ, by uh, Dave Cowser. That's one of my favorite promoters in Baltimore City. What you going to drink in the club? Last night when we was out, you had uh, 
A Sprite, Sprite. extra ice. Manny was so sad. She tried to, she, <laughs> she ordered them. She said it just to say it. She didn't mm. order it, mm. but she just told the waitress. And she was like, I want a such and such margarita. She's like, no, I'm just playing. A margarita. Give me a I was Sprite. like, hey, let me get a, um, a Patron margarita. It's like, no. Yeah, a Sprite. I mean, because it sounded good to say. Like, I can't order what I was saying and then taking it back. So, I'm going to be drinking Big Mocktails, probably a Shirley Simple. Your daughter okay. told me what a Shirley Simple was. Okay, okay. And even her drink looked like it had, it was spiked. I was like, oh no. my gosh. <laughs> no, I know, I know it wasn't, but I was like, oh my God, it looks so good. It had two cherries on the top. That's what mm. I'm saying. That's what, that's what you're going to be on? I guess I'm going to be okay. on that, yeah. All right, bring her baby gifts. Bring her a nice little baby gift. Yes, early bird, party. early bird tickets. Um, You can get those at stillsensationalevents.com. The link is in my bio. Make sure you click it and you buy your tickets, y'all. I it see took her four my minutes second. to get to that part. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> I'm going right. to be posting today. I'm going to post wow. about it today because a lot of people like, Shane ain't post about it. I'm waiting until everybody get paid. Y'all get paid today, right? All right. All right. We, I love Sizzle, but we playing snooze again? <laughs> it's The Breakfast Club. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne the <laughs> God, Jess Hilarious, DJ Envy is off. It's time for Jess with the Mess. <laughs> <laughs> the news is real. The news is real. Jess Hilarious, Jess Hilarious, Jess Hilarious, Jess Jess is going to bring you numbers. Jess with the Mess, and this is real. On The Breakfast Club. I know they know the distance. <laughs> So Monique's son's response. She, uh, Monique's son's, Monique's son responds to a receipt. Um, so we talked about it earlier this week where Monique, uh, you know, she responded to her son, um, his video, his 10 minute video, and she posted, uh, what the receipt. baby just do? The baby just did something. What the baby just do? I don't know. I know. <laughs> what the Jeez, baby I have no idea. Uh-huh. But Shalon responded with his own, he responded with his own receipt. So Monique had posted text messages, man, um, of them. Basically, they're from 2021. We can clearly see the dates uh, of like of what looks like an attempt for her to like reach out to him or have some type of communication after he had in his first video said that this lady don't want nothing to do with me. She doesn't show that she wants to have a relationship with me and faith without works is dead. He said a lot of other things as well. And so in response to those text messages that she um, posted along with going live with her husband, uh, mm-hmm. Sydney, he had a lot more to say. Uh, please. For those wondering, I have gone to therapy on several different occasions and that is not something that I will ever be ashamed of. I have even gone to therapy with my mother on several occasions. But for those who know how efficient therapy works, therapy only works when both people are being open. My mother was still in her 15-year-old mentality phase during that time, so I guess I understand why she did not know how to be open with me during our sessions. Okay, so it was a lot of people um, asking him in... Uh, the comments, why don't you go to therapy? Why are you, as a grown man on here, talking and doing PowerPoint uh, presentations, which, by the way, would get an A+. plus. I would definitely like him to write my book. You get <laughs> you a PowerPoint presentation? No, I mean, oh. you know, it's just a presentation, period. This is a person that you would want in, in the group uh, the group project in school who would do all the work. You just sit back and chill. Well, I think it's a combination of two things, right? Like, mm. you're, you are you are venting. Like, I do agree he should yeah. be talking to a therapist instead of talking to social media. Mm-hmm. But he is venting, so he's getting it out. But yeah. also, too, it's the attention that you start to get from venting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people can say whatever they want. It is addictive. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you start going viral... You kind of want to keep that going. Yeah. You know? But the, yeah, and the thing is also that people were sent to your point of that. People were also saying, yo, why are you going online? And he said, well, what is the difference between what do me going online and then you doing sitting down, you going to go do a, a Club Shay Shay interview, you talking about me, you posting um, 
text messages of me online. What do that? What does that all have in common? The internet. Yeah. So you went online first, mom. I'm here to, you know, obviously they can't talk to each other. I wish they could. I wish they could find mm-hmm. a mediator. I'd rather them talk to each other than talk to the wild, the wild, wild, the wild, wild internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand it. And then um, he was saying, uh, he made it a point to say that he believes that people are in the comments who are against him are defending Nikki Parker, a character that they all love, and they're not separating um, Nikki Parker from Monique. <laughs> yeah. You got to throw up, don't you? Please just don't I say know, it. I know, I know, I so, know. You over here hacking like you care about this story. You just trying I to do get care. through. I do care. I care about both you, of them, but sweet you want to throw up. Bring just a trash can, okay? Y'all know That's she in there dealing stink with in morning here. sickness. As okay. soon as you started talking early, I heard it. Play number three. I love my mother, and it took the birth of my daughter to help me begin to understand the value of a mother. I am very proud of my mother, though. And I'm proud of the things that she has accomplished and will go on to accomplish in the future. My mother's bad, man. I watched that woman go from Baltimore to the moon. That drop has in my daughter's blood. Not only is she still my mother, she's also a part of history. And I would be doing my daughter a disservice by not telling her about who my mother is and was. Okay, from Baltimore to the moon, sound like me. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> I went from Baltimore to the moon, Charlemagne. I I done some good things in my career, but you know, to this point, I just really, in 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 all a nutshell, I just really want them to get it together, honestly, because playing to the internet is just not. It'll never go well for you. I mean, like I I just don't understand that people really care more about you know what social media thinks and what the internet thinks than they do the people in their actual life. They care more about what the internet thinks than what they actually think. Yeah. Can't nobody tell me about me. Yeah, so we probably will see Monique and Sydney going live again. And, um... You gotta throw up. We'll just cover that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll yes. cover that. That's just with the mess. Yo, who you giving that, that donkey to, just, just with the mess and the morning sickness. <laughs> okay? Uh, I need my man Sean Evans from uh, uh, Hot Ones to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him this morning. Speaking of the internet and, you know, people, you know, reacting to the internet, we will discuss. Okay, four after the hour. It's The Breakfast Club. You're checking out The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Some donkey today just saw themselves. I've been watching Charlamagne. I was ready for you. I never heard of donkey the other day. What is it? I'm a donkey. Say it again, Charlamagne. I'm a donkey. Yes. You are a donkey. I'll show you how to act a donkey. Everything that Charlamagne is saying is true. Yes, Donkey today for Friday, February 16th goes to the co-creator and host of an amazing show called Hot Ones. Yes, I'm talking about Sean Evans. Drop on the clues bombs for uh, Hot Ones. Okay, I-, I like Sean Evans. I've done Hot Ones before. Fantastic show. He's always shown me love and respect. But when there's an opportunity to have a teachable moment via Donkey today, I must use it. And today's lesson is about peer pressure. Okay, I've gotten on this radio and told y'all over and over and over again that most people wake up every day and don't even know how to feel. They literally go on social media and look at what everybody else is saying and then they base their opinion on whatever the majority of people are saying about the person, place, or thing being spoken of, okay? In 2024, most people don't have feelings. They have narratives, okay? Y'all sheep don't know what to feel and this situation is an example of that. And that's why I'm disappointed in this situation because I don't know Sean personally, but he's never struck me as a follower, but he allegedly broke up with his porn star girlfriend because she's a swallower. Okay, yes, his ex-girlfriend is a porn star named Melissa Scratton. I don't watch a lot of professional porn like I used to. Red, you familiar? 
<laughs> Red mm. shook his head defiantly, yes. Mm. And then was like, nah, 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 nah. I might be on camera. Nick, you familiar? You're not familiar? Okay, okay. Um, I enjoy more of the homemade stuff on Pornhub, okay? It's a rawness to it that I enjoy. The professional stuff is a little too refined for me. But apparently, according to TMZ, Sean and Melissa just started kicking it kicking it in the fall and then they met in person at the end of the year also according to TMZ they traveled everywhere together and even attended the Super Bowl together because she's a huge Kansas City Chiefs fan oh you like to like Deshaun if you spending money on Super Bowl tickets okay because that's her favorite sports team you like that woman and that's fine okay porn star past or not if you like a woman then you show that woman you like her Okay, we know physically why you like her, as she's described on porn sites as a smoking, sexy brunette with large, firm boobs who love sex. As I found out this morning, she's got a verified account on Pornhub. Okay, first video I saw, the title was Melissa Stratton in the sloppiest, spittiest scene you ever seen. Suffering succotash, Sean. Okay, <laughs> you Yo. took her to the Super Bowl, and that's fine. But the reason I am giving Sean Donkey today is because Melissa tweeted about her experience at the big game with Sean Evans, and I guess at some point, pictures of them being seen together at the Super Bowl went viral, and people started saying they was a couple. Sean apparently couldn't take the pressure of that, so he dumped Melissa on Valentine's Day because of the media attention over their romance. This is what Page Six and TMZ are saying, according to insiders, okay? According to insiders who spoke to TMZ, they said Evans wanted to keep his personal life private, but the relationship took a turn after Scratton shared photos from the Super Bowl, okay? The adult performer was said to be surprised by the media personality's decision as he was fully aware of her job before they began dating. And I agree, and that is why we are here today. I understand you, Sean, wanting to keep your personal life private, but I do not understand you breaking up with her because people found out you was dating a porn star. Who cares? If that was a big deal, you wouldn't have wiped her in the first place, okay? You knew that she was in videos titled Melissa Stratton, okay? You knew that before you reached out to her and tried to connect with her, Sean, okay? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's keep it a hundred. That's why Sean reached out to her in the first. <laughs> <All right. laughs> this is crazy, like. <laughs> listen, this listen. is why he broke up with it. You know I mean? <laughs> listen, listen, I'm just saying, man. Sean, one of her videos is titled "Brunette Slut Goes Wild for Big D and Gets Peed On in the Shower." Okay, Sean, she was who she was before you got here. You are 37 years old, Sean. You way too old to be falling victim to peer pressure. I know you understand the internet, and I know you understand how the internet works. I know you understand how the internet is wired. You can't let the social media savages win. These people are relentless, and they don't care about your happiness, Sean. If you was happy, that's all that matters, okay? They're going to make jokes about the hot lesbian double dildo videos, okay? They're going to make jokes about that regardless. Regardless, I saw Adam 22 congratulate you for dating her, and he said verbatim, congrats, her poom poom is fire. Wow. <laughs> yes. He also had some words for Sean after the breakup. Listen. Sean Evans, you know what I'm not feeling? I'm not feeling you breaking a sex worker's heart on Valentine's Day. Nobody deserves that. Melissa Stratton, she's a beautiful woman. Yes, she has chosen to have sex on camera for her career. Yes, she has had 13 inches in and around her face, mouth, possibly butt. I don't know. I got to go search it up. You really don't want smoke with the sex worker community. So I would appreciate if you would apologize to Melissa. <laughs> listen, listen, Sean, I can understand you not wanting to deal with that, but you should have known you didn't want to deal with that before you started dealing with that. 
Okay, all of us got a pass. Every woman alive got a pass. Every man got a pass, okay? It's just that majority of women. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and sociopolitical factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California 
and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sexual path. Most of our sexual paths aren't titled, viewed, and liked on Pornhub. I mean, big-breasted brunette, deep throats, a huge South Carolina Gamecock. That's pretty straightforward, Sean. Okay, you knew what that was, but you buckled to the mob anyway, okay? You did something your ex-girlfriend never seemed to do, and that's run. I mean, she was taking it in every hole imaginable from the stuff I saw. When I saw the guy put it in her left ear and uh, asked her, can you hear me now? I said, oh, she's a professional wow. professional. Yes. Listen, the moral of the story is, people, stop falling victim to social media peer pressure. Do what makes you happy. Regardless of what your social media feed says, okay? Always remember the words of the legendary Bruce Lee. I'm not in this world to live up to your expectations, and you're not in this world to live up to mine. Please give my guy, Sean Evans, the biggest hee-haw. Mm, as you over there throwing up, Jess. I didn't know what you were throwing up, but I, 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 was, I, I assumed it was the morning sickness. Yeah, but okay. like it's also the descriptions. You're talking about butt. Like, you get certain things you can't even hear when you're pregnant. <laughs> like, yo, what? <laughs> I would have enjoyed that if I wasn't pregnant. But it's like, whoa, oh my God. Yo, no, please. <laughs> why are you saying, why are you so descriptive? I'm just reading the titles off Pornhub. These are actual titles of the videos. I didn't make none of this stuff up. My thing is, like, why, why would he take it to the Super you took her to the Super Bowl, right? He liked her. And yeah, I get it, but you took her there. Somebody would, you know how many people there watch porn? Yeah, you're right. They probably would have been like, hey, Melissa. <laughs> Melissa from the, and then uh, what would he would have done? How many people there participated in it? Yeah, you first know? of all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mr. Marcus, Brian, but I don't yeah. even know the new porn stars. Who are the new porn stars? He probably, I don't know, but he probably thought that they could slip under the radar because you got Usher, Lady Gaga, Taylor Swift, Ice Spice. Nah. I, I, with all those stars, he probably ain't nobody going to see me and my nah. porn girlfriend. Yeah, all right. With all of those stars <laughs> there, there's people who, who watch somebody like Melissa more than they've seen those stars' videos. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Dedicated. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. <laughs> uh, yes, but that was Donkey of the Day. Now, I was in here earlier, and I heard uh, Taylor, one of our producers, and Jess, y'all were talking behind the scenes as she throws up again about words that would be cute baby names if they weren't already names that were defined. Yes. Where that came from? Hold Super on. Super cute. What is it? What I'm putting in? Topic. What would be good baby names if they didn't have alternative meaning? Who is Tay Pancakes? 
That's the girl oh, who like okay. uh, that's the one on social media Let's, shit. Can we hear some of Tate Pancakes? Yeah. It'd be names that I would give my kids if they didn't have alternative meanings. First one on the list, Chlamydia. Uh, Y'all not hearing me though. Chlamydia. Nickname Dia. She dye her eyes with hearts mm. and she always in trouble. Chlamydia, get your ass downstairs. Next on the list, virginity. It's exotic. I don't know. Something about it. Just deep. Next, no explanation needed, diarrhea. If you disagree, you're not in the right space. My that, favorite? Felony. Felony? Huh? Felony Marie Smith. Whole name. I ain't gonna lie. Felony is cute. Could you stop? No, for real, because if I had two twins, Felony and Melanie, oh my God. I ain't yeah. know y'all talk about them kind of words. Why not Serenity? Serenity is cute, but Why? it already means, it's already a name. Like we Why said, not like, royalty? Say, royalty is cute too? Oh my God. That's wisdom. Cute. I'm like, all right, wisdom is just clowned out. Diarrhea. No, no. I, I like virginity. Like, that's really cute. Imagine naming your child gonorrhea. Yeah, be, be, that's because it's already has it already has a meaning. It's an STD. Yeah. But if it didn't, and it was just like a name floating around in the sky, you'd be like, "Oh my God, gone to Rio." And I'm not calling you real for short. I'm gonna call you Young Burn. Young Burn. Little see, burn. but that go see, get Little Burn. That's why I said take away the meaning. <laughs> You're not gonna tell me felony is not cute. Like it's cute. Okay, it's not cute to have one, but it's cute like as a name. Yeah. If it didn't mean crime. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. have let's have you, you say what? Ph. Oh, yeah, spell it with a PH. Felony. Oh. Well, let's have the conversation. Uh, <laughs> what would be some cute baby names if they weren't already names? Yeah. Okay, if they weren't already words. All right? Yeah. So, basically, words that exist, but we're going to uh -huh. act like they don't have no definition. Yes. And, and, and see if they could be cute baby names. Yeah. Okay. Period. 1-800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Yep, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Jess Hilarious, DJ Envy is off today. And y'all know Jess Hilarious is three months pregnant. Mm -hmm. She in here with all the morning sickness that she can handle. Mm -hmm. And uh, I heard her and Taylor, our producer, having a conversation earlier. They was talking about uh, baby names. And they were talking about words that would be cute baby names if they weren't already words. And this, this came from uh, somebody on... Was this, I don't know, was this Tic Tac? It was on so Tic Tac. What was it? Social media. Social, social media. media. And I think the girl had, um, I think she, I, I don't know if, she, if I can guess, I think she's from Baltimore, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. But yeah, it was cute. Some of the names gave, actually. Let's listen. It'd be names that I would give my kids if they didn't have alternative meanings. First one on the list, Chlamydia. Y'all not hearing me, though. Chlamydia. Nicknamed Dia. She dyed her eyes with hearts, and she always in trouble. Chlamydia, get your ass downstairs. Next mm. on the list. Virginity. It's exotic. I, I don't like know. Virginity. Something about it. Just deep. Next, no explanation needed. Diarrhea. If you disagree, you're not in the right space. My favorite? Felony. Felony? Felony Marie Smith. Whole name. Yes. I disagree with all of them. And it's not the only one that really? sounds remotely good is felony. Yes. Like chlamydia don't sound good for a no, name. No, I don't she was tripping with that one. I don't know. I don't know where her. Our head gonorrhea, at. our diarrhea, our virginity. Virginity is like yes. Oh my virginity? gosh! Yeah, virginity and Trinity. So I can think about twins. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Now, now, Jess, you had something that you came up with. Well, right? I, oh yeah, definitely. Because I was thinking about seasonings like oregano. But if they were African, you know, of African descent, it would be oregano. Oregano. Like I think that would be so cute. Like okay, you guys okay. say with the base though. Um, I like that. I actually like that. Yeah, okay. Parmesan. Parmesan is so cute. Parmesan is a name. Yes, Parmesan. If we didn't know, it depends where they from. Cause you, got, Cause you gotta be the, like Parmesan Peterson. 
Like it gotta be. Yes. Hey, you know, what would be the middle name? Paul, Parmesan, Paul Peterson. No, Parmesan, Parmesan Lee, Parmesan Lee Peterson. Boom, that rolls right off your tongue. But if it was Parmesan Paul Peterson, he'd be PPP, and they love him in the hood. Oh my lord, you understand what I'm saying? I'll, what about Felicia? If you Italian, Felicio. Felicio. Yes, it's cute. I ain't mad at Felicio. Felicio. Felicio Jenkins. Placenta. Uh, pl- placenta. Placenta. Yes. Placenta Smith. Yeah, it sound like a model. See, for me, the car, like cars make better names. Okay. You know, like Montero. You know. Oh, that is cute. I know. I know. I knew him. I know Montero. Who's my man Montero? Most corner. Lexus. I'm sure we all know Lexus. Of course. Of yeah. course, Mercedes. But, but then, you already saying names that's already out there like that. Like no. You said one earlier that was cute. Camry. Camry is yes, cute. Yes, real cute. Nissan. Nissan. That's, that takes it all. <laughs> Nissan is cute. I, I love that. And you could even give them the. You could say Nissan Altima Jones. Oh my god. That's a nice name. I know. Caprice. I like it. Caprice is I a like cute it. name. Oh my god. Oh, I got one. I got one more for a car. Okay, what? Hemi. Mm. Hemi is a nice name. Hemi is alright. Hemi Henderson. I'm okay. Yes. Yo, he giving them last names and everything. Yes. I like Caucasian. Not for what it is in real life, but I like Caucasian. Cause it sounds like a model. Caucasian. Ooh. Hi, this is Caucasian. Hendrix. Mm. Yeah, Caucasian Hendrix. Mm. Mm. I like that. Somebody in the room, Red said uh, Mildew earlier. Yeah, but I feel like that'd be like an old time name. Like that'd be like Aunt, Aunt Mildew. Come here. Yeah. You know, yeah, or yeah, Aunt Mildew, yeah, can yeah, I go outside? Yeah, yeah. Or, and he also said Areola. I think that's also good for an uh, like old name Areola. too. Yep. Aunt Areola. I like Areola. I love that because I got a, I had an aunt named uh, Viola. So uh-huh. Areola and Viola, they could have been old twins. Do you know what you want to name your baby? Marley. If it's a little girl. Okay. Yes. And then if it's a little boy, Chris likes uh, Zen Hendrix. Zen Hendrix. Zen, uh, Z-E-N. Yes. And then Hendrix is the middle name. Oh. But okay. I like Hendrix as Zen the first Hendrix. name. That's actually a good first name too, though. Zen Hendrix. If Zen you combine Hendrix? them. Yeah. Zen Hendrix. You like it? Yes. Okay. The whole name's Zen Hendrix. Okay. Zen Hendrix Marley. Really? Marley Zen Hendrix. That's hard. Marley <laughs> Zen Hendrix. That's a hard name, I yo. I I do like that. That's a hard name. Let's go to the phones. Uh, hello. Good morning. Good morning. How hey, are girl. you? Who's this? I'm good. This is Perkisa. How are y'all? Damn. I'm good, boo. It, it sounds like your parents were just picking words. What'd you say now? <laughs> shut up. Shut up. My mother's hairdresser in Germany named me. Stop. What does it yes. mean? What is it? I have no idea. Turkisa. 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 Like, yeah, I've called y'all before. It means like me. say it because you said it perfectly. Turkisa. It means like lunch meat. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there we go. It sounds like yes. the tur- go get the yes. turkeys right next to the bologna and the turkey. I Thank- love you. Thank you, boo. Girl, I love you too. I saw you when I lived in Columbia, South Carolina at the uh, comedy house. I told you I'm in Columbia, South Carolina. Thank I, you, boo. I thought she was lying about being at the comedy house. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no. She was there. I saw her back in uh, 2018, I think it was. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Well, yeah. What, what would All be, right. be so, some uh, baby names? My son's name going to be Manslaughter. I love, listen, I just said that. I was like, yeah, he got to be tough now, girl. He got to grow up and he got to be like tough. But yeah, little manslaughter. Yeah, like he stay getting suspended. Little manslaughter. Yes. I I, I need, need, no, don't love that. Okay. I need you to understand that words matter. And even though we're using hypotheticals (laughs) and saying that these words don't mean anything, they do. You cannot name your child manslaughter, man. Why not? No. Take away, <laughs> take away the meaning. He sounds like a king. No, he, he's either... And Char- Char- Charlemagne was okay? That's not my real name. Right, it's a stage right. name. Yes. But that's the name you chose. Yes, but Charlemagne means something, and it don't mean manslaughter. Listen, your child is either going to be a criminal or a wrestler. One of the two. 
Yeah, little man slaughter. He could be a professional man, a uh, professional wrestler. <laughs> Absolutely. Or a professional man slaughter. They're still hitting me out here. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> Have a good day, uh, Turkisha. Uh, 1-800-585-1051. Oh, we can take one more? Hello. Good morning. Who's this? Yo, you know the vibe. Charlie is mellow. Mellow. Mellow, my man. What's happening, brother? Life is amazing. It is what it should be. How you doing, Jess? I'm good, babe. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. So listen, I'm not going to hold you. I feel like if this wasn't a word associated with sex, I feel like the, the name missionary would be fire. Ooh. Like, missionary. And on Fellatio, that'd be another one. You know yeah. it's Freaky Friday, you know what I mean? Fel- you know what I mean? Fellatio is dope. I like. I do like Fellatio. Yeah. And then on top of that, if, if, Chris, if Chris Rock can get smacked for it, Alopecia would be a beautiful one, too. Oh, my God. I'm really liking Alopecia. Alopecia is a cute, a good one. I love I'm it. I'm telling you, these are some fire baby names. But right? if you're Alopecia, you can't take no losses, though. You know what I'm saying? What you mean? Like, you don't want to take losses. I thought that means, yeah, I feel like that's all you're taking is losses. I, I know that, but that's what I mean. Like, you got you to gotta redefine it. I'm Alopecia, but I don't take no losses. Like losses of no, strands on your head? Like just you losses in general. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, it's a little, oh. you know what I mean. I'm tying it all together. Okay. And missionary don't just mean sex either, though. Our actual missionary is a, is, a, is a person sent on a religious mission. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but, but, yeah but it's also Freaky Friday. So yeah, you know I mean? and he's gotta, still gotta giving meanings, and we trying to delete the meanings and just go his name. You just talk about things that sound good. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. H- thank you, Mello. No problem, y'all. Have a good one. You too. What about barf? Which is what you keep doing over there. That's that's not like a little white boy. One eight hundred five eight little badass Bart. <laughs> Bart's cousin. Right. He's a Simpson too. One eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Call us right now. Words that would be cute baby names if they weren't already words that were defined. All right. It's yeah. the Breakfast Club. If y'all talking about it, you know we talking about it. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Yep, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Jess Hilarious, DJ Envy is off today. Uh, we are discussing um, cute words that would be cute baby names yes. if they weren't already words, okay? We saw uh, Tay Pancakes having this conversation mm-hmm. on one of them social media sites. Um, we started looking up lunch meats. Yes. There's some cute lunch meat names, Jess. It is. Okay. I like uh, charcuterie. Charcuterie, charcuterie. That's All cute. Right, if, if I'm not, if you're not from Baltimore, it'll probably sound a little bit better. But charcuterie, I think it's real cute. Charcuterie is cute because it's like it's, it's, it's like char should be. You know, it could be a nickname. Cuterie. Yeah. <laughs> what about the one I can't pronounce? Oh, Pre- bruschetta. Pre- oh, bruschetta. Pre- what you say? What is it, Red? Come on, say it in the mic, Red. Red got there. It's called prosciutto. Prosciutto. I know that's right. Yes. Okay, yeah. I named my son prosciutto. That's a dope one. Yeah, if if you know how to pronounce it. Um, what about vulva? Vulva. That's the part of the vagina, but it like vulva, that is really cute. Libya. Oh my god. Libya would be hard. Yes. Yes, Libya would be it. hard. Mm. Libya would be absolutely hard. Yeah. What about Percocet? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Young uh, Perk. I'm not sure how yeah, to Percocet about would Percocet. be kind of hard, yo. Percocet. Little Perk. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't ever say little Perk, yo. <laughs> no. Per- Percocet. Would be nice for a middle name. Mm. So, uh, what you say, bruschetta, or how you say it? Ooh, prosciutto, Percocet, Willis, Smith, <laughs> not Willis, Willis, prosciutto, Percocet, Willis. Nah, you know you need some more. Nah, you need yeah. Prosciutto, Percocet, Patterson. 
Patterson is even blacker than Willis. Please no. <laughs> let's, go, right. let's go to the phones, Red. What y'all think, y'all? Good morning. Good morning. Who this, Young Salami? Hell no, this is Mark. Mark, how are you, sir? <laughs> what a boring name. I'm good. What's good, Charlamagne? I'm blessed, black, and highly favored, man. How are you? Um, I, I can't complain, man. It's Friday. That's right. But uh, I, I got a good name for you to run in conjunction uh, with felony. If you had twins, uh, federal and felony, right? And I got one more. Uh, virus, right? And if you want to be spicy, you can add the D in front of the pause and call them the virus. The virus. The virus. The virus. No. Yeah, what you think? <laughs> yeah, what you nah, think? Nah, I'd rather call them COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to put a name on it. No, what was COVID called before it was COVID? COVID? No, no, it wasn't. Coronavirus. Was Corona. Corona. I like Corona. Corona could be all right. Beers make... Let me, let me look up some beers. Okay, thank you for calling, sir. Thank you. Heineken. Um, It depends how you spell it. You'd yeah. have to spell it like Heineken. Heineken, the, uh, the the personality spells his. It'd be like, like H-Y. Okay. You know what I mean? You have to, it depends how you spell it. Good morning. Morning. Hey, Hello. how are you? I'm good. It's Carrie in Miami. Hey, Carrie. Oh, Guinness would be a good name. Guinness is Guinness would life. be a good name. No. No? Why, that's not bad. T- talk to me. What you that's, got? That's really not bad. What you think? Guinness, right? Guinness is pretty cool. I like it. Guinness is cool. It's a little bit tame, though. I have four kids, and I am vexed that I didn't name them for a boy, anus, for a girl, clitoris. Hold on, you said anus and what? Say it again. For a girl, clitoris. For a boy, anus. I like anus. I ain't feeling clitoris. That sounds like a dinosaur. Come over <laughs> here, anus. For all the garbage, clitoris. Yeah, I, I like, yeah. I, or what about clitoris? We can say it like that, but not clitoris. Come here. Uh-uh. That's cute. They add a nice little European spin to yeah, it. Yeah, you would have to live I in like a world. We really would have to live in a world where them names well, didn't they don't mean even nothing. Meanings at all. You'd be like, go play with little clitoris. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> man, go outside and play with anus. Anybody <laughs> got time for all that? I man. like anus, but though. Guinness, Guinness and Dragon Scout not bad either. I like Guinness. I like Guinness. Thank you for calling. Uh, uh, good morning. Who's this? Hello. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> She's actually hey. going to say something real ghetto. I know. I don't owe what you no you, money. You okay? Say? I am not your baby father. Okay, I do not <laughs> have to pick up the kids this weekend. I got to keep the work. I'm not big ghetto. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so give me some words that would be cute baby names if they weren't already words. Okay, I was thinking a tire, like Will on the Bus tire, like, mm-hmm. you know, cute, like, I'm tired, hi, or tire sit your ass down if I tire your ass out. You know, something oh. real cute like that. It goes. Double entendre. Okay. Mm. And then, and then what else? I couldn't think of that, but congratulations, guys. Thank hey, you. Hey, Charlotte McGay. Thank hey. you. Charlotte McGay would be fire. Charlotte McGay? Yes. <laughs> no. It's a wood. Period. Thank you very much, ma'am. Thank you, girl. All right. Um. Yeah. Unfortunately, all of those words are words. I know. So some of the stuff I heard here today, please don't ever, 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 ever mm-hmm. think of naming your child that. Okay, yeah. and there are great words that you can name your children that are already words. Like I said, royalty, serenity, serenity yeah, no. wisdom, peace. I don't know about wisdom though. You don't like wisdom? Wisdom? No, it's, it's clowned out a little bit. Sorry to all the wisdoms out there because I know somebody might have already did that. But <laughs> wisdom, I like it for the meaning. But I don't like. I don't, uh-uh. uh, okay. Uh, when we come back, Nyla Simone will be here with Pastor Ox. Uh, she's going to put you on to whatever new music you should be checking out this week, all right? It's the World's Most Dangerous Morning Show, The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club.
Yes, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Jess Hilarious, DJ Envy is off today, and it's time for Pastor Ox. Go, go, Young Nyla. Hi, guys. Nylanta. Nylanta, yeah. I'm glad your Atlanta residency is over, okay? It's actually, it was supposed to end last week, but then I got a call. Extended. Yeah, I got, mm. I got a little extendo because Usher was having a homecoming party uh-huh. at Ladies Love R&B in Atlanta, so they asked me to come and DJ. Oh, you, Usher was there? Yeah, Usher was there. Yeah, well, she Blue said Chris. he was having a party. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't tell me that the other day. You just, I didn't know he was deep at the party. You just... you. <laughs> <laughs> now look, they were playing Usher music all night. <laughs> you ain't tell me that that was the reason. Was it was there. the homecoming parties. Usher was there. He came with his wife. Then Ludacris was there. Um, Jazzy Faye was there. Killer Mike came. Mm. Ti came. Like it was. Well, Nelly, now it makes sense. Nelly and Ashanti came. Like yeah, it was crazy. She was in the building. She literally yeah. said to me they were playing Usher all night, and I was like, well, that's his home. She ain't say nothing about it being his actual party. I don't remember saying that to you, but if I did, that's not what I said. Yes, I said they were playing is. the album the whole night. Yes, and I said, well, that is Atlanta. That's where he's from. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's because it's his homecoming party. He make his anger to come. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, what we got today in Pastor Ox, what you putting us on, Nyla? Yes, well, the song that stood out to most of me at the party was I Am... In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass... Every shot and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. 
podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The party. Hey. Legend. It is. Legend. It is. I love it's it. sexy. I've been liking this album for real. It's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so new Usher. That's not what you told me yesterday. Yeah, that is not what I said. They played the whole album. He's still mad. <laughs> what you told me yesterday. Still mad. You ain't telling me you like the album yesterday. Yes, I did. Mm. You're such a hater. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> People be lying when they get in these morning these microphones. Oh my no, God. but yo, it, it, honestly, it was really dope because my inner child was just so excited. Like right. L.A. Reid was in there. Mm-hmm. Jazzy Faye. Wow. I was a big Jazzy Faye fan as a kid. So okay. I don't know. It was just really cool. I heard the album was really good. She was though. thinking about with Charlemagne. Yes, over oh, here with Amnesia. So. <laughs> okay, uh, moving on. The next record I have is so last week on my podcast I had Anicia, who's also um, Atlanta native. You know she did the record with Lotto, but 
a record that I went back in her catalog and found. It's called BRB. But actually, my podcast interview with her is going viral right now. Chris Brown just commented on it, so I'm a little hyped. Nice. But, um, she did this really funny analogy about understanding football, like in Girl Logic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But all right. Anyway, the record is called BRB. Sound like she's fed up with everything. <laughs> She sound like sexy red a little bit. That's too. what I was about to say. Sound like she about to say her booty over brown. Yeah, no, no, she did that's not. What I, like that's her. what I was waiting for. <laughs> like, like I said, don't come back and like, oh my god. <laughs> I know that's right because brown sound like this. This is new, <laughs> something I never heard before. <laughs> No, wait. he commented on the podcast clip, not the song. Oh, it's all okay, okay. It's okay, Chris. I mean, maybe he does. I don't know. The, yeah. It's good though. She has a, a good sound. Okay. Yeah. I, I want more enthusiasm. <laughs> she don't sound music, to but me. what if that's her enthusiasm? Like, it's cool. It's calm. Okay. It's, it's vibey. Very calm. Vibey. Definitely. Okay. Okay. She's she fight. She's had her baby father. <laughs> she like. I'm tired of these kids. I wish they their father come get them. <laughs> oh man alright and, and lastly I'm gonna go with Bryson Tiller so Bryson's been dropping like these Lucy's on SoundCloud not on DSPs but I mean like every week it's been like a new Lucy so I don't really know what's going on yeah. why is it on SoundCloud but he finally put one of them on DSPs and it's whatever she wants I, Bryson never disappoints me so I don't know why it's on SoundCloud either it's so good but it, yeah I, he never disappoints me I love his voice why does it feel like there's a disconnect with Bryson Tiller though because he's super yeah, talented yeah. but it feels like he ain't popping popping the way he should like he why should. is that I feel like he's just low key but like, do you think that hurt him? Do you think that 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 super low keyness? Because I I do feel like artists should have an air of mystery about them. Yeah. We don't know nothing about Bryson Tiller at all. He's so low key that you forget he even here. Yeah. Uh. Seriously. Yeah, but I feel like it's been intentional. Like okay. I feel like he's choosing to be under the radar. Okay. He's always been like a. He's Chill. never seemed like he wanted to be mainstream number one. You know, some mm-hmm. people don't want that. Some people just like creating their art and raising their family. Dang. And some people want to be superstars. Like Frank Ocean. Frank I don't Ocean even know about jewel, I, honey. I don't he even is, know. Like, I love him. I don't know like, what his. I don't get it actually. Yeah, you don't get what? I don't get his mo, like his mystique, because yeah, he really like, don't be dropping. Like at least Bryson to give us the loose. He actually yeah. just dropped some new stuff on YouTube. Frank, Frank yeah, Frank Ocean dropped new stuff on YouTube. My little sister put me on tour. Yeah, mm. like he got new stuff on YouTube, but. Bryson Tiller, that is a bop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put like all that. the Lucy's on DSPs, please. We, we love it. Mm-hmm. But um, So if you guys are liking the music, make sure you guys follow me on Instagram, at Nyla Simone. I update a playlist weekly. Also, I got an event tonight in Brooklyn um, at Babylon. It's Vibe Check, which is a spinoff of Certified Vibe, which will be back next month on March 17th, I believe. Whatever that Friday is. Certified Vibe is formerly past the Ox Live. Formerly past the Ox okay. Live, yes. Oh, yeah. so. You're having another one? March. March. But we partying tonight. Vibe check. So pull you up. You drinking? On us. Um, yeah, probably. No, that's right. Cause I can't. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know that you will. And you look so cute. I'll, I'll take a shot in, in your honor. Thank you so much, Nala. Yes. Mm. Thank you, Nala Simone. When we come back, uh, we have the People's Choice mix. Um, Envy left for mix before he left. You know, I'm never gonna lie to y'all and act like the mix is live and tell y'all to call in because that's just stupid. Like, it makes no <laughs> sense to me to play a pre recorded mix and then tell people to call in uh, to request a song. That's just dumb. Yo, you're the worst. You're breaking the third wall people. or whatever that's There is no third wall. Like, like, radio gotta stop doing that. It's silly. All right. Oh my God. You, know? you tell everybody business, you reveal everybody's secrets. Like, even when. <laughs> yo, honestly, even when. Yo, when <laughs> Even when it's like, all right, Justin did the announcement that she was pregnant. He acted so good. He was like, oh my God, you pregnant? He was like, all right, now one guy act clean. She been so It's like, all right. Let that man act like that. He's trying to sell it. Right. Yes, it's The Breakfast Club. You're checking out The Breakfast Club. 
up, y'all? It's the Breakfast Club. Jess Hilarious, DJ Envy, who's not in today, and Charlamagne the God. Yes, indeed. Uh, we are here. And you know, every day during Black History Month, um, on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network, we put out a, a, a episode of a show called I Didn't Know, Maybe You Didn't Either, hosted by my guy, B-Dot. Now, today, B-Dot is going to tell you about a remarkable woman named Harriet Jacobs, okay? Harriet Jacobs, all right? Listen to hear about the legacy of Harriet Jacobs. When you think of black history and Harriet, you think of two women. I know. Harriet Tubman and Harriet Winslow from Family Matters. On today's episode of I Didn't Know, maybe you didn't either, I introduce you to Harriet Jacobs. Harriet Jacobs lived to be 84 years old, born in Edenton, North Carolina. Now, Harriet was born in 1813, but by 1825, her owner had died. But in the will, she had been willed off to the three-year-old niece, but a three-year-old can't really do much with a 12-year-old. So her daddy, Dr. James Norcom, was the de facto master. By the time Harry was 15, her owner, Norcom, starts making his wife jealous. Why? Because, of course, he's flirting with Harriet. But Harriet fell in love with a free black man who wanted to pay for her freedom. Can you believe her owner, Norcom, forbade her from fraternizing with the free black man? Yeah, you probably can't believe that. So introduce Samuel Sawyer. He was a white man, an elitist. He fathered her only two kids. And when she got pregnant, Ms. Norcom kicked Harriet out, and Harriet went to go live with her granny, Molly. Harriet decided she was going to escape. She was first aided by a white woman who was a slave owner her damn self. Then she hid in a swamp near town. Eventually, she found this tiny crawl space right above the roof at her granny house. It was nine feet by seven feet, and it was three feet at its highest point. Like she legit could not stand up in this joint. Man, Norcom was so mad when he couldn't find her, he sold her kids and her brother to slave traders and demanded that the slave traders sell them in different states so they could never find each other again. But he didn't know that the slave traders were secretly in cahoots with Sawyer, and he bought all three of them. Boy, that had Norcom hot as fish grease. By 1842, Harry was 29, and she escaped the Philly. She lived in that nine-foot-seven space for seven years. In Philadelphia, she met Mary and Nathaniel Willis, and that's when her life changed. They hired her no experience to be the nanny. Those two families were locked in from 1842 to 1917. Now, by 1843, Harriet had to dip. Why? Her location had been compromised, and Master Norcom was on his way to force her back into slavery. Two years later, Mary Willis dies, and Nathaniel Willis and baby Emma Jean go on a 10-month visit to England to visit her family, and they take Harriet Jacobs with them. In England, Harriet saw an entirely different life. There was no racism. She never forgot that. By 1850, she was visiting Nathaniel and Emma Jean and his new wife. And the new wife asked, would Harriet be the nanny? But now the Fugitive Slave Law of 1850 had been passed, so it was a lot more risk involved. And sure enough, Master Norcom popped up on the scene again, and Harriet had to make a run for it. But this time, the new wife, Cornelia Willis, sent Harriet to Massachusetts with her one-year-old daughter, Lillian. And Harriet told Cornelia how dangerous it was out there, with constant danger for herself and other enslaved black women who'd been separated from their children. But that white woman was smart. She told Harriet, Listen. If you should happen to get called Harriet, they're going to have to return that baby to the mother. And the moment they return her, I'm going to save you, Harriet. You have my word. That was in 1852. Nine years later, 1861, under the pseudonym Linda Brent, 
Harriet Jacobs wrote the American classic Incidents in the Life of a Slave Girl. In this book, she talks about how she finally gets her freedom purchased and how she reunites with her family. So from this day forth, when we're talking black history, there's a third Harriet that we'll put in the conversation. Harriet Tubman, Harriet Winslow, and Harriet Jacobs. Thank you to my guy, B-Dot, man. Make sure you subscribe to I Didn't Know, Maybe You Didn't Either. Every day, even on the weekend. So tomorrow and Sunday, there will be new I Didn't Know, Maybe You Didn't Either, man. If you're, if you're subscribed, you will get them, okay? Okay. When we come back, I'm going to give you the positive note. It's the World's Most Dangerous Morning Show, The Breakfast Club. Yep, it's the World's Most Dangerous Morning Show, The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne the God, Jess Hilarious, DJ Envy is off today. Jess? What's up? Are you still sick or you got it all out? I, I'm still feeling it never goes away Jess is a little more than three months pregnant so she has morning sickness yeah. every morning but usually know. it goes away like usually like like it's just one of the mornings today why you don't get the stuff my wife told you to get I don't I, what she told me to get a lot of things it was a prescription or something no because no I did get that but that constipates me and I'm like no uh-uh. you rather be sick or constipated you gotta pick one no I can't because I don't like the feeling in my stomach when I'm constipated don't nobody want to be constipated but you don't like throwing up either yeah, but I don't like to be blocked up, though. No, I'm but isn't there other things to... you can take for the constipation? Can't you take stuff? Uh, you could take something for the nausea, and that may cause constipation. But don't you take something else? I'm not to about to poop? overload my baby with no medicine. Oh, I got you. I got you. I, I can't be doing that stuff. So we need some natural herbs. We need to um sh- for all the people out there. Call up. Where all the holistic people at? Yeah, all the holistic people. Oh, we should connect you with Queen Our Fool. Okay, she sounds like yes. she knows stuff. Who's that? Queen of Fool. Oh, yeah, I know Queen of Fool got some good stuff. All right, stuff. yeah. So yeah. you got to, yeah, you got to. Queen of Fool, I'm going to be calling you today uh, for Jess Hilarious. Okay, Queen? And then also, because I may be here, I would like to have my baby in Maryland, but I think, I, what if I'm here and I got to have my baby up here? I need a black doctor in the area, y'all. So listen, if y'all got some suggestions, don't be just sending me your cousin and mm-hmm. all that. Like, no, I need a black doctor. I have a black doula already. But Salute to Latham. Yes. Glow I, Maven. Absolutely. Mama Glow. Yes, I would like a black doctor or a black midwife, please. So hook me up, y'all. I'm sure. I'm sure Mama Glow gonna connect you with somebody too, though. Yeah, no, ain't nothing. Um, you can, extra coverage can't hurt. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Because so, I'm definitely gonna be interviewing midwives and doctors and stuff like that just to make sure I find the right fit. You know. That's right. We got to make sure we have a healthy, beautiful baby. You know what I mean? The yes. way the black maternal death rate is set up, you got to have all of those things in place. Absolutely, man. Yes. And on that note, what's the positive note, Charlemagne? Oh, the positive note. I'm just going to repeat what I said earlier in the donkey today because I really want people to remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a quote from Bruce Lee. Always remember, I'm not in this world to live up to your expectations and you're not in this world to live up to mine. Okay? Have like a great that. day. Breakfast club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done? Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 
Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich men Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts if you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.